Hailing frequencies open. Goggle presents another episode of Picard's Flute. We have just finished watching episode six of Star Trek Picard, and God knows we are well past the midway point because things are starting to happen. Yes, yes. A- adventure, are. excitement, fighting, yay! <laughs> Stuff! It's about time to. Yeah. Uh, no long flashbacks, which was nice for me. All of your predictions from last week came through where you said, I really hope they just get on the damn cube. Yes. And yeah. that is exactly what they did. And now they're off the damn cube. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was a, but hey, stuff got done. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. There was a point where they said, uh, we need to get clearance to get onto the Borg cube. And I said, if you fucking go off in somewhere else, if you go, this is where we go if see this takes Riker a whole episode. for a whole episode, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Picard and gang, very quickly get diplomatic clearance to get on the ball cube and find soji because that's exactly where we left off in the last episode bruce maddox like yes she has a sister she's on the artifact there is another can i also say picard was awfully douchey in that whole period that whole point like when rafi was trying to get the diplomatic thing obviously she was going through obviously it wasn't easy for her she was going through a thing she was going through a thing she was wasted drunk also no but it was also at the end of that when when the person she was having this conversation with, Rafi was having this conversation with a friend and she goes, never call me again. As and, a friend. Yeah. And then Rafi sits back and goes like, ah, oh, fuck, I've lost another friend. Then Picard goes, <laughs> I'm like, fucking old man, you take the temperature in the room. You're reading this moment wrong. <laughs> you drunk, stoned on heroin old man. What? No, she's still on heroin, smoke space heroin. He's just a crazy, he's just a crazy he's, old man. He's a selfish old man. I yeah, didn't, I, I didn't that get was that. Weird. I didn't get you that. You didn't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, said I didn't get selfish old man. Oh wow! I thought he That's was all about to, the mission. I thought he was trying to lighten the mood by saying, well, "Good job, great performance." Mm. Oh no, I don't know. I don't. I didn't see that at all. I mean, it, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. It just felt completely out of place. I, for him, I think it yeah. just. Because to him, he's like, okay, mission almost on. As, almost as out of place as the company French accent last last. That's episode. true. No, but I think it was just... I don't think it's a bad sort of like directing decision or acting decision. Yeah. I think it was just... To me, it just feels like, wow, Jean-Luc is a real dick. Mm. Yeah, which yeah. is sort of like... Like that's where he is right now. Mm. Yeah, that's where he is right now, right? Like he, I think it's also the kind of thing where he forgets that there's more to a mission than just the mission. There yeah. are people around it who are carrying issues and baggage and problems. And actually, that is kind of true to the way the character was. In First Contact, mm. uh, even throughout certain episodes of uh, Next Generation, where he needs to be reminded that, hey, these are people too. Yeah. Usually yeah. Dr. Crutcher is just like, humans here. Right yeah. before he's about to send someone to their death. Yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, that is a thing you have to do, isn't it? Was it yeah. Wesley had to... Which show was that where the way to pass the test was you had to send someone to their death? It was Wesley doing a hologram thing. Was Something it? like oh, that. Oh, it was yeah. Troy. No, it was Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Troy had to do a... She wanted to stop being the counselor on the... What to get her, right. She was going for her... Promotion. Lieutenant's exam? Commander, commander's exam, I think it was. So, yeah, the, the, she's working through all the solutions right. to this problem. And the one was she had to order hologram Geordi to go to his death. Right. So, yeah, Picard can be a bit like that sometimes. But that's command. But he's not in command anymore. He's an old man. But, but, but before we get into the episode, uh, Bahi Yusuf has done his homework for I this week. I did my homework this week. Mm-hmm. He watched I, Borg from yeah, season Yeah, he did five. it like last fucking minute. I <laughs> from Star Trek Next I Generation. Other things on my mind. So, yeah, I mean, Bahi, now it's 45 minutes, man. You there's so much context to who Hugh is. Yeah. I you get a few more a, of the a, references. It was a perfect episode because this yeah. was focusing on some of that stuff. Yeah. And? Not a great episode. <laughs> 
I didn't. I for, look. You know what? Watching Eyeball reminds me of why I'd never watched the original. Never watched the Picard Star Trek. It's slow. It's it's boring. It feels dated. It it's all the boring things about mm. Star Trek. Well, maybe if you watch Best of Both Worlds, it might be more exciting. But it is a morality play of the week. That's what Star mm. Trek generally is. Yeah. I mean, yes. that has more weight when. I mean, if you'd seen Q Who, I think is that the one? Yeah. Where you first meet the Borg, it's just like Q is. You know, Q is the god guy. No, what? Okay, so the god guy who, like, he's in the first episode of Next Generation and later ones. He's a, he's an omnipotent being who likes to fuck with humans because he thinks, like, you think you're so great with your starships, you've no idea what out there. Sure. And when Picard pisses him off, he throws them way further than anyone's ever been before in the okay. ship. And that's when they meet the Borg. And they neatly slice, like, a core. Like, you know, like, you're getting ice cores out of the ice. Mm-hmm. They neatly slice that out of the saucer section and just take it out. And the Borg are, like, totally fucked. And the only way for to get out of it is for Picard to say, please, Q, help us, right? Yeah. So that's the kind of thing that humanity would never have met the Borg until we were ready, except for Q's meddling, middling, meddling. Yeah, see... Remember when we were talking uh, yesterday about Fantasy Island and how Ricardo Montalban had to take on the devil? Yes. This is why. Yeah. <laughs> See, it was one thing when Star Trek was a boring show about hard science and yeah. being sciencey and stuff. Now there's a malevolent god. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this but, is why. They don't fight what? him. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter, dude. Right. And he's not malevolent. Yeah, he's, he's just playful. He's, pox, he's Mr. Mix, Mr. Mixer Mixer Middle Pickle Pick. But the thing was that sure. was, was bringing that up was at that point where they were they weren't the easily defeated enemies of Voyager. They were horrifying right. destruction monsters. Right. Then they then they took our captain captive. Right. So by the time we had gotten to uh, Iborg, it was like the idea of a friendly Borg was like anathema to us. You're like, no, right. impossible. Can't beat them. Yep. So there's a little bit more baggage to yes. all these things. Also, so. to be fair, Ian and I watched this in the nineties. Mm. And that was pretty revolutionary back then. I'm man. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. if you if you just gave us three episodes of Discovery, you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Blew your mind. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So no, I think yes, I did watch my I did do my homework. But but Yes, yes. The production values aside, production values and aside. all of that aside, hey, it right? cost a million dollars an episode. It's a lot of money. I know, I know. Sure. Back then, but do you think if you had seen more episodes of those, your appreciation of the early episodes of Star Trek Picard would be elevated? I don't know because the because in a, in a sense we got lucky with this one, and I say we because you guys recommended Iborg. In that, I watched Iborg. Suddenly, he was a big part in this episode, in this yeah. week's episode, right? So we got kind of worked. And they made, worked they made references to Lucutus in Iborg as yes, well. Yes, they did, and I assume that that's his name. But everybody else has got numbers, but he's got a name. But sure, yeah. that's another times question. I don't know because I don't know if because up to this point, the Picard series has been about telling you who or what Picard used to be, is currently, and why he's this way. He's this way. Yes. I, I don't know if it would have made a difference because watching this episode, like that moment where he stands up and starts clapping after Rafi had obviously gone through a very difficult moment, mm. just shows he's completely devoid of knowing what's happening in the room almost. You know, it's because... Yeah, because he's yes, completely focused on the mission. mission it's we done. Go. We've got the mission status. Go. Let's yeah. go, right? Yeah. And, yeah. But the thing is, I don't know if much of watching Star Trek would have gave me this idea that because it, I've got this in my brain. I've got this thing where in the show in Star Trek, Jean Luc Picard, the captain, has always been seen as this guy who's like, no, he's right. What he's doing is what he have to do. 
So this feels like a shift, and I don't know if that would have made a difference in watching this. So interestingly enough, uh, there was an interview with Jonathan Frakes, who directed the mm. last two episodes, yeah. um, and he was talking about how last week's episode could have never happened with Gene Roddenberry, mm. uh, just oh. because of what uh, Ian was talking about a few weeks ago, in that writers always had to find conflict outside, because mm. within the crew, you had to be good. Yes. yes. Everything had to be perfect and conflict-free, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And well, it wasn't that, that, that we'd evolved past petty squabbles. Yes. Mm-hmm. This idea. And this idea that Seven of Nine and Picard would be at such contrasting odds mm. was not something Roddenberry would have gone for. He would have actually told that story using Alien of the Week. Yeah. Right. And so Freitz was saying he, it, he felt this was really exciting for someone who's been working in Star Trek for 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was very exciting to him because he got to tell this story which felt more rooted in the way humanity was because right. we're constantly at odds with each other. Petty conflict yes. with each other. But I still think there's a room for that because there are people complaining about that with this show that's not Star Trek. You know, like, you know, the, the Starfleet is now, mm. or Federation is now xenophobic towards Romulans and stuff like that. Right. I think there are, are you know, Rafi lives in a trailer park even though poverty shouldn't exist. Uh, there are ways to explain these things or to have them like Rafi is there because she's a drunkard and like because that still happens that way, and yeah, yeah she chose that way and she re- refused help that you could get probably like you know Seven and Seven and Picard probably had a lot of free therapy because you know Bernie Sanders is the president in the future so <laughs> sure. like, you know what I mean is like they wouldn't just like you have problems we're going to leave you alone kind yeah. of thing yeah. Yeah. it's like Rafi would have like a, a line or two actively a line or two that, yeah, yeah for Rafi to do that to say yeah. like you can be you can still be an asshole in the Federation and just the rest of the Federation will get on without you mm. I think there is we should be there should be still hope in that there should still be like we're not all at each other's throats all the time or we're not rampant xenophobic so, like we understand that but there was like Think of a harder reason why we don't want to help the Romulans. Yeah. Mm. I think that might get it back to... It should still be Star Trek. I think... Otherwise, it's Enterprise. As much as I'm enjoying this show, I think the one criticism I do have after watching this episode in particular is you could have gotten here sooner. Yeah. Oh, all of it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 There's a way of doing good character development where you don't have to dedicate an entire episode to an away mission. Yeah. Just give Rios a football and there you go. Exactly. Not when you have which only also, 10 episodes. Yeah, which also explains why the ship is so big. He likes to have somewhere to kick around. Exactly. Sure. Now, that's answered my question. I was wondering about that. Also, we got to see downstairs in the ship. Yay. There's a, what's down So there? we're getting more of a layout idea. Finally. And, the, and a crew quarters as well. We saw what the crew quarters looks like. Because I, I really thought that was Budge's conscious. But I guess... They didn't go anywhere that wasn't sets they'd already been on. Like Correct. the War Cube mm. was already in the previous episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't go visit any planets. So it's like, we can use that money for bedrooms. See, like, that's... As you guys were talking, I was thinking to myself, do, I've never been that in-universe with anything. Mm. You know, you're talking about people saying, oh, this is not how the future would have because there shouldn't be anybody drunk. There shouldn't be... And I'm like, but that's the story they're telling you know, like you, yeah. you're being concerned about what the ship inside oh, looks like. I'm yeah. like, no, that's just that, that's jokingly, but like, there is something still like it. Yes, it was a hard, it was a crutch for the writers to ride around. But like, mm. you have these. It's again, if you look at that, bring it up every week. I think the Ian M. Banks novels about like you can have that perfect culture, but it's on the edges where yeah. the dirty stuff needs to happen. Yeah, right? and it was it was as you felt the culture in those books. Um, I still think that like you know. Having Rafi have illegal alcohol and drugs or illegal usage of it or something like that are going too far and people mm. are trying to help her back. I think if we don't have that baseline, it just becomes another stark star space show, yeah. which yeah. can lose some of the stuff in Trek. It does need right. to be somewhat helpful. The idea that we can get better, like we're not sure they're not, you know, it's 
calling each other names on the bridge, but like we're not up to the vault at that level. Yeah. But you know, Agnes is going full on nut job at this point, and no one's noticing, and the emergency psychiatrist hologram hasn't popped back on again. Mm. So because like, he'll give it all away. Yeah, but like if they were that enlightened, they would notice. Like, I mean, Elnor can see that she's haunted, so that's like fine. But mm. like the way Roddenberry would have written it, the rest of them would have been like. They would be situated enough in their fields that they would notice that, like, right, hey, I can't right. help but noticing you're completely you're not eating as well as yeah. you used to. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. not even that, not eating as well. I can tell that you're a complete fucking whack job and you murdered Maddox because it's <laughs> written all over your all face. All over your face. So, I mean, I do, there's an element of that. It becomes just like another soap of the week and yeah. it does, it requires better writing. Yes. They, had, they had good writing on those shows as well to make sure they didn't have to do that. They all went into the mm. ready room and mm. they had a very polite chat. Which maybe you wouldn't have liked so much. No. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think the reason that's happening here is because they're looking at this as one 10 hour arc. Mm. What episode are we in? Six. Six. Okay. So we've got four more. We've got just after halfway. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's why, because they don't have to wrap everything up at the end of one episode, which mm. they almost always just had to do in yeah. those old episodes. Mm. Mm. So I'm hoping that we get more of that resolution throughout. Mm. But the problem is, like you said, because it's Star Trek, we come in with a certain amount of baggage. Yeah. And we're expecting that. Meanwhile, mm. what happened with Alison Bill's character with Agnes in this episode feels like it would have been five minutes in a 40 minute episode. Yeah. But it got stretched or it out. Would have been, it, would have been, it would have been foreshadowed a little bit more. I still think, again, from watching other videos of other people, I think it's come, they're going to, they can kind of hand wave that with the secret behind the Jad Vash, knowing it can break a mind. And, you know... I think that's what they're going for. That's what they're going for with her. Because she just says, like, I wish they didn't tell me and all that kind of stuff. Mm, So it is something that's, like, so earth-shattering that, like, it's... That's going to explain it. But the other people should know. (laughs) There were two major arcs that were kind of resolved in this episode. I guess the first one was finding out what the Romulans actually wanted from Soji. Yes. There's no reason why we couldn't have had that earlier. Yes. Like, a few lines of, like, have you found the homeworld yet? I was like, homeworld? What? Mm. I mean, they were looking for where she was coming from. I thought like a lab or... Yeah, I thought a creator. Now it's a a homeworld. I I was at the beginning of this. is like, wait, everything she... Before we found out that everything she owns is only 37 months old. Yes. She has dreams of being a kid. And I was like, so she was a kid. So she was grown. Mm. But then it's like, that's a dream. So it's like, it's not so... It's all planted. It's all planted. Like it doesn't... They're not foreshadowing properly. They're foreshadowing at like with multiple lamps, so it's in mm. multiple directions. Because they did say she wasn't on some ship. Yeah. So she is only three months old. Two so years. Three, three years. years. Sorry. So does that mean she's three years old as well, mm. or does she go back further than that? Or what? You know, they haven't. They need to be a bit clear. Like even having the sneaky Romulans having a chat about it. Like they should know this shit because apparently you can get handheld carbon daters in the future. It's really hard to fake shit in the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the second arc that was kind of resolved is we find out what the reclamation thing means. Yeah. Uh, and that was kind of cool. Yeah. Again, actually. could have been told to us earlier. Yes. Yeah. That, there was no reason to keep that a mystery. It was mystery box bullshit. Yes. For this mystery epi- box sake. Uh, to be fair, this episode is called the mystery box or the unopened box. Impossible box. The impossible yeah. box, which mm. is what um, the crazy guy was doing in the one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Well, uh, it moment. was a Rubik's Cube kind of thing. Kind it was a Rumble yeah. Rubik's Cube. And then Narek was playing with one as well, and yeah. it seems like uh, it's a puzzle that you have to open, right? Yeah. It's a locked box, and you need to figure out why it's locked. Yeah. The one thing I do like about, I guess, even Discovery and this one is something that the original Trek series never delved too much into, and we got mostly from the novels, was that 
they seem to go in depth into Klingon culture and Romulan culture. Yeah. So we mm. knew, I mean, apart from the occasional episode where Worf was like, I must fight you to the death yeah. to prove my worth. Or hit me with pain sticks. He had yeah. pain sticks at one point. Rum. We knew very little oh. about their culture. Right. But now what we're getting is, it's nice to see that the Romulans have another side as yeah. opposed to just being the stiff, boring yeah. dudes. They've mm. added, they've given them more, one, more than one item of clothing to wear. Correct. And, you know, some actual beliefs and things like the secrecy stuff is like you know old kind of cold war paranoia stuff which yeah. is kind of cool the idea that like oh they like secrets yeah and uh, i like the idea it's a thing that crops up a lot of like your, you have your outside name your family your inside name mm. and then your your true name that you only give to your family someone saw cats yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that cats that it your is. Name? So, it yeah. is but yeah, I get to see more yeah, I like and, that. Uh, and I like that kind of prayer room where you get a walk in as well. You get to get some exercise while you're working the path. It's kind of cool. Like I was wondering what they're doing. So she's walking along the logo. Is that not like sacrilege? Like, oh no, it's okay. You're supposed it's to part you're supposed of the to, process. It's, it's, focus. it's kind of cool. So yeah, that kind of stuff I really enjoy. Uh, but you know, when you're watching a week to week TV show, it's that Netflix formula again, right? Mm. It's propping up again. It's mm. episode six and things are starting to happen. We'll yeah. get more flashbacks to explain more stuff. I'm hoping the next, I mean, I'm, say I'm hoping, I'm pretty sure the next four episodes are going to be breakneck if they want yes. to yeah. fill up all of what's going on, yeah. right? And they can't use the reclamation cube as well. No. Well, they could just have Merrick and his sisters chatting, but they can't really use that set for everything they've been using it yeah. for. So it's back to California. So Picard finds himself on the cube. He's getting some really... Railings Horrible. everywhere except Where right over standing, the massive right? fucking pit. Yeah. So he's getting some really <laughs> bad flashbacks, some PTSD is going on, and the Borg, like he, he sees Borgs like holding him and he's like, let me go. There's clips from other, there's clips from the TV from show. The TV on show and from First Contact. It's like First Contact. What are you saying? And uh, he hears a voice going, they're trying to help you. They're mm. trying to stop you from falling. And you're like, you. When he said that, you could, it, it, it could hear a little bit of the old Hugh in there. Because he yes. didn't recognize him so much. You know, it's mm. been quite a lot of time. He's grown up a bit and changed. Yeah. And also, he's wearing all that poor crap. Yeah. Um, like, you could hear a hint of that voice there, which was kind of nice. Yeah. Also, this, the, the random Borg guy who goes, the cutest? <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird and wacky. <laughs> I think the moment between Picard and Hugh was fantastic. Yes. Because Finally, someone who doesn't think Picard's an asshole. Yeah. And who was just yeah. like, Jean-Luc, whatever you want, I will help you. Yeah. Also because he left before Jean-Luc became an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw the episode. <laughs> but no, but no. But someone who actually acknowledges that, hey, you did a lot for me. So yeah. no yeah. questions asked. What you need, I'll do it for yeah. you. And that was nice. That's cool. That was sweet. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah. else has been treating the old man like shit for yeah. the last six episodes. Because he's been treating everybody else like shit for the last 60 years. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't see that. So we think he's a little bit Doesn't count. So Hugh kind of takes Jean-Luc to go look for Soji. Uh, but he does a quick tour of the facility first yes. with a little ulterior motive because he was just like, well, you know, a free bog. Yeah. If Jean-Luc Picard would advocate for that, that'll be a thing. Mm. And, and I was like, ah, oh, well played, Hugh. Good, good politics. The, they should have to buy their freedom with all the, the bits they have left over that apparently worth loads of money in the black market unless the Romulans are taking all that for their help. Yeah, sell it to Bajazel. Mm. Yeah, she'll take oh, it. Oh, yeah, there's that again. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that name. I figured out where she was from. Uh, the actress who plays yeah. Bajazel. I like watching trashy television uh, and I watch a lot of NCIS New Orleans because uh, it's got Scott Bakula in it. Uh, and she's one oh, of the leads. Scott Bakula's in that name? Yeah. Oh, no, he always was. He always was. He was the head mm-hmm. of the NCIS division and she's one of the leads in that show. Uh, and that's why she was so familiar to me. She also looks an awful lot like Deanna Troy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, she does. Yes. But, 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 back to the show. So, 
he gives him a little tour of the facility and then they realize that Soji is not on the queue because someone is hiding her. Yeah. And uh, that's Narek, obviously. He's taken her and... Put her in the prayer room. Kind of like a weird Romulan meditation space. Yeah. Yeah. Which apparently is free from sensors and cameras and stuff. Except his sisters. Except his sisters. Yeah, so it's kind of like... I thought that was a cute line. I thought he was like, oh, he's going to be... He has going to... Com- Confess some true mm. Oh, no, he's a baddie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, Soji gets triggered like Dodge did. Yep. And she becomes super android. Yeah. Breaking through the floor of a Borg cube. That, that that moment reminded me a lot of that James Cameron robot movie. Bal- Alita, Battle Angel. Oh. I don't know the why. The James Cameron robot is like, what, Terminator? <laughs> no, no. All of them? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't know why. Just... Yeah, it's because the fast punching. The fast punching thing, Yeah, because right? yeah. they started doing some of the fast punching that Alita did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, she just found a, a weak spot and got out because, you know. Radiation. Yeah, because radiation is visible and travels like clouds of smoke, not because in waves red, like anything else. Because yeah. red smoke. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of red smoke. You got to show box. it somehow. Come yeah. on. But like while this was happening, Picard was like very clearly telling Hugh, I don't have time to tell you what's going on. As we wander around this room aimlessly for a few minutes. It's like, oh yeah, boy, just uh, there's a photo of hers. By the way, she's a robot and I'm trying to save her before the Romulans kill her. Like, it's fucking one minute. Jeez, I hate that. That is, I hate that in movies. Like, open the car. You know, the, you see pic- pictures on the internet. It's like a dog and the car. Yeah. Leaning out a window. It's like, yeah. no time to explain. Just get in the car. Yeah. It's like, I hate that shit. You had plenty of time and it kind of took advantage of Hugh. But he skipped a beat when he met her. He should have just said, come with me if you want to live. Reverse terminated her. Yeah. Yeah. What I want to know is, I want to know who wrote this episode because I think I missed it. Mm-hmm. That particular bit was the most annoying for me because that was really just old school bad writing when it comes to when Hugh and and Picard are walking through. The yeah, list. when it comes to it like, just feel like felt like filling in time. No, but when it comes to like television building suspense 101 stereotype yeah the whole um, I can't tell you right now yeah, we're in a rush they I think it's but we're cin- not going anywhere Cinema Sins they call it the name game yeah you know it's where I like I can never forgive that guy and it's to say who as opposed mm. to like I can never I can never forgive Alan it's like just like, just say Alan yeah yeah, like, yeah you yeah. have to say the name game right? yeah yeah um, yeah I there, it, it might be but like everyone's listed on this like they rec- they, they list on IMDb hold on everyone. I just looked up uh, uh, Wikipedia uh, and yeah. episode 6 is Nick Zayas yeah. I don't know who that is but Yes, I mean, you can see a very clear difference between the Shabon episodes mm. and this one mm. as to little things like this. Mm. I really wanted to scream at that moment when he goes, what's going on? I don't have time. Yeah. But we're TV just going to hang around in this room yeah. for another five minutes. That's where you, you, you say that and you take off running somewhere. You never say that and then hang and then around. keep staying. Right? You know, order was, a coffee. Don't have time to explain. I got two sugars. Um, there was a moment in, I know you guys haven't seen it yet, but uh, you know, Slight digression, but same writing problem. Uh, Garden of Evening Mists, right? Mm-hmm. In the beginning of the film, um, the main character is in a home with a good friend, okay? And she clearly has a past with this individual. And she goes, there used to be a painting over there. It's moved. And he goes, yes, we had to move it after the incident. Mm-hmm. That incident was the murder of his father. Mm. I'm like, you would not call the murder of your father the incident. Well, people but, but no, but you know, it's creating one, a one false talk, sense of one, mystery. One doesn't talk about this in front of friends and strangers. Unnecessary mystery, right? And that's exactly what he was doing to Hugh. I mean, they and did right the same. They did the, the same end. in this where Marek's like, uh, "Don't worry, sister. You know, not mm. just not just my boss. In case you've been missed the previous episodes, because we're not a streaming service. We're on actual television, which is why we have ad breaks. And right up till the end, 
he doesn't explain to Hugh what's going on. Yeah, that's mm. why I'm saying the whole they had like there was more. Uh, so yeah, the walking down corridors. That's the walk and talk. Your favorite one of your favorite yeah. from your favorite thing. They took them that easily. Are we saying that is Picard? Because in my brain, I was thinking to myself, maybe he didn't want to tell Hugh because he's not. One, either Picard's not ready, or two, he thinks he doesn't want to divulge that information. Or three, the writer's lazy and doesn't want to have to write that out again. Or that, the that, that. can't find this copy of the script that has yeah. that expl- explanation. This we can't cut and paste it into this copy. So like, it should have just been said, I can't say it's not safe. Yeah. And looked around a bit. Yeah. Yeah. That would have worked better. Yeah. Mm, I guess. Everything else I kind of enjoyed because I liked the pace of this episode. Um, the dream stuff, there was no dilly-dallying. Everything kind of happened. Um, also... Even the sub-character development with everyone around, with Elnor, between Agnes and Rios. Uh, there what's was going that, on there? I, I, I found that was like a bit weird. That was kind of like, do we need to fill time? We need to come on to you twice and pull away twice. Well, I think that was interesting just because, for me, that moment just showed you how broken she was. Because yeah. she, right. she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing yeah. anymore. And she's just like, yeah, 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 I'm really lonely and I need some comfort. Oh, no, no, this is a mistake. Oh, wait, I'm coming back. Oh, no, it's a mistake. Yeah. Mm. So I thought that was kind of... Okay, I can see that. Yeah, with, with her broken state because yeah. we didn't get much of it last week. Yeah. I hope Eleanor comes back. Yeah. So at the end, the memes should say at the end, there's a stargate. They have a stargate. Uh, oh, oh yes, they have a stargate. Yeah, but it only works. It only It's only got a 40,000 light year round range. You can't, isn't there like a big knob you can just turn down to next door? <laughs> the ship. The ship. Right outside. Yeah. Or, yeah. So, I mean, that, I presume they've gone to the Riker and Troy planet. Oh. Because they're in the trailers, right? We, we yes. keep waiting every week. So that's where they're going. That's why he said, go there. Why? It's safe. Why? I don't know. Do will, you know where that uh, is? Big strong, big, big strong will is there. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Because it was the Diamante, something like that. Yes. The something or other. So, yeah, I mean, that was cool. But also, yeah, the defending thing was also not done well enough. They should have been under fire or something. Like, maybe it was a budget constraint. It's like, Elnor was like, I'll cover you. It's like... There's no from what? Here. There's no one here. We could, if we close this door and walk through that, no one will ever know where we went. Yeah, like literally, just set the thing on. You know, turn off after. Set the sleep timer on the Queen escape rake. Yeah, yeah. like it's again, it's this lazy writing. It's like it didn't no. fit. Always, it was good on the page, and maybe it said like a massive battle ensues, yeah. and then the budget was like we're not doing any laser shows, laser fights this episode, and then it got cut down to. Because that door closing was kind of the door closing behind Elnor and uh, Hugh was a kind of like heroic and death kind of exit. Mm, yeah. But like they're not fighting anybody. There's no one there. It's like Butch and Sundance run out and everyone's left. No, but here's the thing. For me, it's just this argument that if Elnor dies, we've wasted three fucking episodes yeah. with that guy no. or two. And I'm just like, for fuck's sake. He's had no arc. Yes, that was the only point was so that he could save that one time, two Un- times. And unless like, when um, Flight Seven has the transport thingy from last week, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when they t- when they have next when they arrive on the planet, Picard and Soji have a heart to heart and find out we find out what the fuck's going on, where she's from, and everything else, and she remembers and what's going on. Cool. Then when the ship does turn up and the door opens and oh look, there's Elnor. Ah, oh, we can have a reunion. It's like oh yeah, we picked him up off the cube when you left him behind. What about I you? Have a He's dead. Here. I have a feeling Elnor will kick everyone's ass and he might still be around. No, I don't, no, but I mean, like, that's going to be the thing to have that heartfelt yeah. reunion with Picard. The guy lost Elnor. He's like, no, he didn't. I think fucking Rafi will just fall face down on the ramp, drunk off her head. And it's like, Elnor's on board. And it's a kind of, it's in order to have this kind of nice reunion moment, but it's again, it's, it'll be unearned. There's no point for him to be around otherwise. Yes. 
I can understand why Hugh needed to stay. He's on a mission. He's got his mission there. He's, He's doing that mission. reclamation yeah. thing. Yeah. And he wants a free Borg and all of that stuff. He can't run away with Picard, right? Yes. But the Elnor staying, and like you said, if Elnor dies, that would be as annoying to me as the Admiral dying in Discovery in the last season where I'm just like, why couldn't you just beam her out of that yeah. room with the yeah. torpedo? Or hang on. She blew up the. She had to blow up part of the torpedo. The, the 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 red letter media guys were talking about this again. As, as oh well. yeah. It was just like, wait. So if this door. If this blows up now, this door is going to save the entire ship. Yeah. This like, one why door. Why just leave this door? Because I think they blew up the controls. They didn't blow up the whole torpedo or something like that. But they were being obtuse. But it. also, you could have beamed her out. Yeah. Or also, she just is like, oh, a panel exploded in my face. If you want off the show that badly, yeah, there's easier ways to go. And that was just really lazy yeah. because there were too many holes there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's it's one of these things with like when you're writing these shows, it's like it just people give out about nitpicking and all that kind of stuff. But if it feels forced. And it could be it could be a disconnect between script and when you're actually shooting, yeah. but it, it or you know maybe the the torpedoes just look different or something like that. But for the Discovery Admiral, but for this, it was just yeah. Elnor is like your thank you for your brave sacrifice, Stephen. The name's Elnor, whatever. Like I don't know who you are. It really doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah but I also I, but here put on this red shirt. Here's the thing: I don't buy this stuff about just being nitpicky because. There are some Sometimes. movies. No, there are. There, no, no, we, no. We're on a level where we're not doing that. Remember when I posted, when I first posted this uh, podcast on Reddit, someone said like, um, well, we usually don't do self-promotion, but I've had a look and you're not and you're not angry nerd raving. So that's okay. So you can post. That's what a lot of people do. Just They do. do but and it's not nitpicking. It's complaining about stuff they didn't like or they think they wouldn't do, which is wish fulfillment and all that kind of stuff. No, no, no. no, no. But what I mean is, like, I think when you're forced to nitpick, it's because you weren't, caught up in the episode yeah, I've seen lots of movies yeah. yeah I've seen lots of films which have so many holes in them mm. but they're so entertaining and I'm so emotionally mm. invested yeah. in it that I'm like no it, I'm with the ride completely yeah. right and I think that was what it was like for those first five episodes because even episode five on Bajazel planet yeah. in the casino planet there's tons to nitpick but I think I had enough fun with Seven of Nine with their stupid accents mm. that I was like hey yeah okay everyone's cosplaying yeah. it's fine uh, but this one, those two moments with Elnor and we don't have time, just like punched me in the face yeah. with bad it's, writing. It's bad writing one one. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's it. That's it. But given the fact how this episode ended on such a cliffhanger, it looks like that's what we're going to get for the last four episodes. Maybe. Uh, they're on that cycle now. Right. They're like, okay, we're coming towards the end. Uh, even though the show has been renewed for a second season before the first season even launched, mm-hmm. uh, it looks like we want to wrap up this arc. The second one's all about making wine. It's basically the wine version of Chef Chef. I will watch that. Oh, uh, <laughs> I might watch May, that more than That would be an amazing spin-off. <laughs> I might enjoy that more than this. Probably. I know you yeah. will. Yeah. After he saves the universe, Picard gets an FNN show where he's just on the news something like that. Yeah. Like, this is a fruit Picard and his Tal Shia Romulans teach you how to make wine. Yes. And then they start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we, something I do, I'm intrigued now. We all knew Soji's mom was fake. We call that. Yeah, we call that ages it, ago. It was pretty obvious from the first she turned up. I do, I do the, the fact that she turns up, I wonder, is that like backup? Is that like her doing a backup, a, month, a nightly backup? Every phone call, last yeah, I was minutes. thinking about that. Yeah, it's like so when she got when she can't out, it's like yeah, she just pops back a, yeah. a memory dump. In which case, hopefully, her sister has one. Maybe she'll turn. That'll be the reveal in episode nine. Oh, that the <laughs> sister's in a new body. But this this reveal of a home world and something else out there, and the father, like Agnes killed Maddox too quickly last week. It's like he created them, right? Yeah. So he gave them. Well, these that's memories. what we're told. Yeah, like they're not being. Like it should be like each puzzle helps you build up the the, the statue of of the, of the Eiffel Tower, but instead right. they've got like 
I've got the left leg of the Eiffel Tower. I've got the right leg of the Liberty Statue. There's a Taj Mahal in there There's somewhere. There's a Taj Mahal in the back. And yeah. I'm like, I don't understand. Like, Maddox did create them, 100%. Yes, he said me. So, and so who's the home world? Where's the home the world, world, I think, is where the synths are hiding out. Yeah. I think there's a whole bunch of them. But did he work with the synths? They didn't, he didn't give any information. So he no. was working towards the synths for more data fine. Why, why did he create them? Maybe they land on the home world and there is B4. What? Oh, B4. That's with B4. What's a B4? But like, didn't he say, he said like, yeah, he just, he didn't say why he created them or what he was sending. He no. sent Soji to the cube for, well, find out what they're doing, right? Yes. But mm. in the first episode, it's kind of implied that he just wanted to create the perfect synth. Yeah. And I then, just assumed that that was why. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to recreate data because no one, no one has been able to do that. Right. And then he, and then she said the whole thing about, oh, they kind of going to do the augment thing again. Because in Enterprise, Sung, 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 Sung turned up the creator of those guys. But before he got into robotics, he was a musician. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was in his jazz band called Distant. Gone to Sung. Yeah. Um, no, he was into genetically enhancing people, and then he yeah. enhanced them, and then he accidentally he tried to do that with some Klingons, and that's how they got the ridges. Mm-hmm. Well. Because they didn't have bridges before that. But the idea was that he was like, when you meet Sung in the in TNG and everything, he's like an old man frozen in carbonite. Oh, okay. That. But in Enterprise, he's young and dynamic and he's out like shooting people and like, fuck humans, fuck all you guys. Like my my children, the augments are better than everyone. And like, they should be going off and doing stuff. Maybe Maddox was kind of into that as well, where he became a, a passionate follower of the synth cause. Like, did he, was it a contract? Was he, was he contracted to build babies for them? I don't, I don't. You know okay. what I don't want? What? I don't want for them to reach the end of this season and then we find out that the synths were set up and then suddenly Picard becomes like the rebel leader for the synths. Like Nico was right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't want that storyline because yeah. then it just sets no, but up you know, this whole the, the, synth versus federation we, thing. The fact that we've seen like everyone else's motivations apart from, or even haven't, we haven't even seen what a synth looks like. We saw some synths on Mars that were like robotic, but those ships that were flying around, yeah. they weren't like standard... If the synths had just taken over Starfleet technology, it would have been shuttlecraft because they love that design of the Discovery shuttlecraft to keep using it, even <laughs> yes. though it's the wrong fucking time period. <laughs> but they had those weird green ships that don't look like anything we've ah. seen before. So the synths are a race that will be playable in the next Star Trek game. But like, what's their deal? We haven't seen anything about them. It's getting, you know, it is an impossible mystery box. They're taking too many lessons from J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Like, we should, at this point, we should be having... Like, even in Game of Thrones early seasons, you know, you should have an idea of who all the players are, what the plot is, and where we're moving to. Now it's a race to save the planet of whoever we don't know who lives there. Yeah. yeah. Or it's a race to catch up to everybody again, which is, again, this should have happened earlier. Uh, what I do want to see, however, is I do want to see Riker and Troy, because just for shit. Because in the trailer. Yeah, because in the trailer. Also, just for shit. So it'd be yeah. nice to see them. And Barky lives again. next door, which is really annoying for them. <laughs> and it's called Three's Company. <laughs> Uh, the next Blumhouse production. Uh, um, I, I do want to see that. The other thing I do want to see is, see, what Star Trek did well was, even though you had an overarching mystery, somehow there was enough connection to the characters. Mm. Now, Discovery made this mistake in the first season where they ignored everyone but Michael and Jason Isaacs and the Doctor and... The guy from Rent, yeah. Yeah, the guy from Rent. <laughs> right? Yeah. So they ignored everyone else. And Saru for a bit. And Saru for a bit. I was going to call him Surah, which is not the first no, thing no, at all. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they seem to be doing that here as well yeah. because they've like... Rios, they've do you know what Rios does? He drinks, he smokes cigars and he plays football. 
And then you know what Rafi does? She drinks, she smokes, <laughs> and she doesn't lies in football. bed de- depressed. Well, yeah. we don't know yeah. if yeah. she plays football. Yeah. So I want to. She see doesn't know that he's a footballer. Ship when she does, he's like, oh, this is where oh my somebody. god, yeah. But I want to see more of that. Elnor is naive and has a sword. I need more interaction between those characters yeah. and more development there. Yeah. And I need Picard to give a shit about them. Yeah. Because mm. he always cares about his crew. Mm. Right. I need him to care about Rafi. Yeah. He's had a long time to not care about her. Yeah. And he should sort that out. Yeah. Grow, man. Come on. It's been time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and also, you know, with. I know Soji there's a plot to resolve, Soji, but come on. Soji, Soji, being, Soji being activated now means that can we just have an interrogation scene and she just explains everything next week and we, then we have an adventure to race to mm. something. Like just have, have stuff happening. And then you can have character through action, action through character, reveal character through action, yes. which is the best way to do it in these shows where like we're doing stuff and we're seeing them to work together as a team and smart people doing smart things and not saying... I don't have time to tell you. We'll talk about it later. This important thing yeah. that you're helping me out mm. to do. Well, let's walk around the ship a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't seen the galley yet. Yeah. All right. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are on episode six of Star Trek Picard. Uh, you can get in touch with us on all of the socials on Goggler MY. Also on our website, goggler.my slash contact. This is yet another episode of Picard's Flute signing we'll s- out. We'll see you in 40,000 years. Light years. <laughs>